hope your day is full of rigatoni and tortellini and linguine and ravioli and stuffed shells, motherfuckers. What's up? It's Wednesday. Ciao. That's Italian. And it's an Italian episode. I, I mean, it's just an Italian intro. Uh, we have an amazing episode of Shank for you this week with the one, the only Allie Colbert. But before we get into this week's episode with Allie, there's just a few things I want to tell you about. First, I will be at the West Side Comedy Theater this Thursday. That's right, this Thursday, September 14th at 8 p.m. Um, it's going to be fun. Come out. I'll probably also be at the Comedy Store this weekend. You can follow me at Princess Shank to find out exactly where I'm going to be. Um, at the end of September, I am coming to Skankfest. That's right. I'll be in Vegas September 28th through August 1st. And just added, I will be at Lyric Hyperion with Allie on um, September 24th. All right. So before we get to this week's episode of Shank with Allie, there's just a few things I want to tell you about. First, look down at your feet right now. Are you wearing socks? If you're not, ask yourself why, you dirty little pig. It's essential. Socks protect your most valuable assets, your toes. Cover them up, but do it in a stylish way. Whether you're into aliens or pizza or dungeons and dragons, there's a pair of socks for you. Shop, oh yeah, that's three O's, H-Y-E-A-H dot com, discount code Sarah10. Um, make sure to subscribe to the Patreon and also subscribe to this podcast. And let's get into this week's episode of Shank with the one, the only, Allie Colbert. Everyone, here it is. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Weinshank, and today's guest is the one, the only comedian, Allie Colbert. Allie Colbert. <laughs> Allie Colbert. Did yeah. I fuck it up? It's actually like it, was it's it the fine. way that I said it? It's I just it like, like two I think syllables? you've just been obs- obsessing about it. So like the it's like the putting the it's <laughs> the like putting the on, inflection on, on the you're like what did you say I said again? Colbert. I don't know. Colbert. It's not coming it out matter. naturally. It doesn't it's matter. It's not coming out naturally, like, at all. That's fine. Then okay. it's not, just let, we'll just let it be. Okay, so I don't really know anything about you. Okay. Besides that you're really funny. Thank you. Because I saw all your clips online, and okay. I was like, this bitch is funny. I need to get her on the pod and see what's going on with her. Yes, I'm, I'm here. Get, I'm here to get to the bottom of what's going on with you, Allie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so much going on with me. <laughs> well, did you start in New York? I started... Uh, comedy, not my life. Actually, yeah. both started in New York, believe it or not. I was born in Manhattan, and I also Ooh. started doing comedy um, when I was 17 in New York. Okay. I went to NYU, and I my freshman year, I was like, I'm going to start doing comedy, and I took this comedy class at Caroline's on Broadway, and then I started doing open mics, and so, yeah, and then I was in New York for 10 years. And did you like being in New York for 10 years? Yeah, I love New York. I mean... When I was in it, I loved it, and I thought it's just like a relationship you look back on. You're like, I thought that's what love was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, that's all, kind I have of, like twenty of those. That's kind of how I felt about New York because it felt like so alive, and there were so many opportunities, and like there's like a pacing to New York that feels so good. All of these are original, unique thoughts. No one else has ever <laughs> said them. But then when I live here, I, there's like more. There's a level of peace here that feels better. It's. I don't know. I have more space. I think the quality of life is better. And if I return to New York, I find it to be like quite assaulting. It's like anxiety producing. It's anxiety. It's like a 
fucking cold brew trash city. Yeah, and if you sit down, I'm like afraid to sit down because someone will just like walk right on top of you. Oh yeah, they'll sit on top of you, they'll jerk off on top of you, they'll take a shit on you, they'll and you're like, you're like, you. what are you doing? And they're like, that's I can do whatever I want on my it's, train. It's New York. Yeah, it's lawless. Okay, so you were saying you have a type. Well, before this, when before we were this, when we were talking, because yeah, because you were asking me if I like this other girl because she's also a lesbian, and I explained to you that that's homophobic. Yes. So right before we started the pod, I got called a homophobe. Yeah, and that's how I start every pod. <laughs> she likes to even the playing. Field. I was like, I'm so happy to do it. You're a bigot, by the way. <laughs> it's, but it is a funny thing that happens when you're gay. That if there's another gay person, everyone makes the assumption. How about that? The two of you on a... <laughs> and it's like, well, no, we're also kind of fully dimensional human beings and we have types and we have preferences. I, and we're not going to talk about this particular person, but I tend to go for very feminine, sort of unavailable, straight cheerleaders. Whoa. Yeah, I'm like truly reliving my high school trauma just every day. Like blondes? Yeah, like unfortunately <laughs> blondes. Like I used When you said that... Stereotypical cheerleader popped in my head, and guess what? She's blonde. I used to love brunettes, and now I'm just I'm in love with blondes. Blondes, blonde. It just can't get it's blonde so enough. I'm going to Sweden. No, no, you're not. I'm like blonde, blonde, blonde. Like I didn't used to like blondes, and now I'm just like it's true. Are blondes you really are more going fun. to Sweden? No, no, I'm not at <laughs> you all. You said it, and I was like, yeah, she's going to Sweden. Go- no, I <laughs> just find some <laughs> Swedish pussy. I don't know why. <laughs> I just like like blondes. I used to always think brunettes were like more intelligent, and I thought brunettes were like this. It was like a sexy brunette. Like you should you marry a brunette. The blondes are kind of fun, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna like hitch my wagon to a blonde. Really? Yeah, I just like them. What do you do if you're dating a blonde and one day she dyes her hair? Uh, you leave her. <laughs> you leave her. We break up for I'd, a new blonde. Blondes don't like. Like, let's think about like Rachel McAdams, for instance. Like, okay, she, you know, famously can kind of pull off any hair color. Right. Let's show up. Let's show photos of Rachel McAdams. I, I'm running the show. Drew. I, <laughs> but I do think that she looks particularly good as a blonde. Don't you? Yes. Yes. And I just think that that suits her. Like, I think she's better as a blonde. She is better as a blonde. She's better as a blonde. And I'm, I am I don't think I would be better as a blonde. I don't think everyone would be better as a blonde. But I think she's better as a blonde. And I think my wife is going to be blonde. You think your wife's going to be blonde? Yeah. Okay, so it hasn't always been blondes. No, I've always dated brunettes. And now I'm starting to date blondes. Did you ever date guys? Or yeah. No? Yes. How is that? Um, you know, I did my time. (laughs) (laughs) How much time? I did. So I started dating guys. Um, well, I, I, this is, I never understand the, this like kind of gold star lesbian thing where they're like, I always was gay. So I always dated, um, women. Mm -hmm. I never dated a guy for me. I like felt that I was gay, but I was like, I'm not going to not try the bestseller. Right. You know what I mean? Like I have to at least give it a shot. I have to at least read a few pages. Yeah. It's like, what do we talk? Everyone says, this is what you do. Let me at least do it to see if I like it. And I started dating. So I like, I lost my virginity to a guy. I dated guys throughout college. I had a boyfriend. And then I always, a bunch of things happened. One is that I was always like, I think it manifested itself as like, first of all, I was not satisfied with the sex. Like, I would like sex, but I was not like into it. I was like, this isn't, I don't feel like alive and awake during this. Mm -hmm. And then I also always showed up in straight relationships with men 
um, where I was like trying to like do something psychosexually. And I was like, just, I think reaching for like what? No, I was just like, we should have a threesome. We should have like different sex. We should have, we should be open. Like it was just because I was like not satisfied, satisfied. And I was not totally aligned on who I am and what I want. And I see, I mean, I still have similarly, like I fall on a more of like sexually explorative place. Like I know some people are like vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. And I'm not saying I'm like a BDSM, like psycho, but I just don't feel satisfied in a relationship that's like super like hetero limiting and like, right. You know, like missionary belly to belly. I just, I don't know, but I also (laughs) don't, (laughs) but I also don't like men. So, you know, right. And, but some of them, they're so talented and they're so rich that I'm like, Oh, I should sleep with them. But then I sleep with them and I'm like, this is not what I want. It doesn't feel good. (laughs) You, you've slept with a few talented rich ones. Just to double check. Yeah. I mean, because I'll find myself in moments like drawn to a guy where I'm like, he's like, he's good looking and he's like, feels powerful and like men feel like safe and like yeah. sexy. But then I'm just like, I just want to be with a woman. And then I'm like, you're a guy. Right. So when was the first time you were with a woman? Um, the first time I was with a woman, I had like, you know, I did like these, like I made out with women and stuff in high school. And probably even in like middle school, I was like kissing girls, but I I had this like closeted relationship with my best friend in high school. She had a boyfriend and we were totally like in love with each other. And that was awful. That sounds awful. It was brutal. It was like really, really painful. And I was crazy about her. I was like, and but it was also like fantasy. I wasn't actually with her and I was just imagining things and I had never been out and really was even saying that to myself. And then in college, I started, when I stopped seeing that guy, I started experimenting with women, but it was always, it was still like kind of behind closed doors until I had my first girlfriend, which is when I was probably like about to graduate. Um, you know, so are you straight or bisexual or what? I'm like bi-ish. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was straight and then I went to a strip club and I was like, maybe I'm gay. I think so many women feel that way. I left the strip club being like, I'm in love with this stripper. Yeah. I will lease a car for her. I'll get her a house. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm an abundant queen. I'll figure it out for my stripper girl. Yeah. And then like. You're like, you need a down payment. <laughs> I was like, what do you need, babe? Right. So why were you at the strip club? For fun. Um, in Texas. With? With a bunch of comics. They're like, we're going to go to the strip club. And we're like, okay, let's go. So we took a limo to the strip club. Fun. And then, like, Kim and I were there, and we're both like, I think we're gay. Like, for sure, the whole time we were there. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It was It was a head fuck. It's a he- it's, it will scramble. <laughs> You're like, I'm like, wait, am I gay or are women just beautiful? Like, what's happening? I, it, it both can be true. And also, you could kind of feel like you want to explore, and women are just beautiful. Yeah. Just tell me, are you in a relationship with a man? No, but I'm, I sleep, I'm like kind of dating somebody. Okay. And have you hooked up with a woman? No. Okay. I've only made out with a woman. I've only made out with a woman. And what was that like? I liked it, but it was a while ago. Well, how did that come about? It was like this girl that I had a crush on because one of my best friends was gay. Mm -hmm. And she had this girlfriend who was like also a lesbian. And they were like, they're going to, we're going to a lesbian bar. This was my 20s. Um, and I thought she was hot cause she looked kind of like a boy. Like she had like a rocker boy vibe. Yeah. And I liked that. Yeah. I get that. And then we made out and then that she initiates it. that. Yeah. And are all the feelings, what's going on? And then I, we made out and then we passed out in bed next to each other and nothing else happened. Did she ever call you? No. 
she get your number? No, she's gay gay. She's like in a relationship. I feel like I was like too on the fence gay. You kind of sound like Ali Mikofsky. Does anyone ever tell you that? <laughs> Does anyone ever? No. No, I think so. Really? I could see that, though. You do sound like her. I could see that. So, sorry, she's gay gay, so she didn't text you? I don't know. I don't know. We just made out, and that was it. Okay. But you weren't like, I want more. No. Okay. Okay. But And when was the strip club experience? <laughs> this year. Okay, are you going to do something about this? I don't know. I'm, I'm scared of a pussy. I, listen to me. I get it. <laughs> I get it, but like this is my mission. Like I feel like I'm a missionary for being gay. <laughs> okay, like, okay. I'm like coming to all these straight women's houses, and I'm like, just do it, try it. You'll join the church. You'll love it. <laughs> You'll feel supported. It'll be great. Like, I, I, I it also just blows my mind how many women that are straight identifying or bi ish identifying have this like whisper in them. It like it drives me nuts that they don't explore. But I'm just projecting that I would feel limited by that. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I was like, I'm in love with the stripper, and then she was finessing me left and right, Allie. What she does was that like, mean? I'm coming to your comedy show. I'm like, I'll get you on the guest list, babe. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't come. Oh, One she didn't time come? she comes to my show, she brings her boyfriend, and I was like, nope. Oh, she brought her boyfriend. Was not feeling it. So here's what happens. <laughs> yeah. when, here's what happens when they bring the boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're nervous. They're nervous. She knows. She knows you like her. Yeah. Okay. So, but I don't like her anymore. Okay. Because she's like a stripper that was finessing me left and right. I get it. Let's talk about the stripper <laughs> as an allegory, though. Okay. I see a lot of straight women that, like, use the, the boyfriend or the partner as, like, the initial kind of, like, they, like... Way in. Crutch their way in with they're their like, boyfriend. Let's have a threesome. And then they're like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but I get... I, it's intimidating. Like, what you said, you're scared of pussy. But also, just so you know, you have one. No, I know. So what but is it's so mine. I know. And so it's like, we, I have a different relationship with it versus right. like a stranger's. You relate to your pussy like a stranger's no. pussy? No, no, no. <laughs> like I relate to my pussy like it's my pussy, but like a stranger's pussy, I don't know how I'd be relating to it. Right. If you would like. Because there's all different kinds too, Allie. I know. <laughs> I didn't know this. There's all different kinds. They're really, they're... they're it's a vast array. Snowflakes, as I was saying on a pod recently. They're like snowflakes. Boobs, too, kind of, though. Oh, yeah, boobs, too. Remember the first time I went to, like, a topless pool in Vegas, and I was like, I didn't realize there was this many types of fucking boobs. You keep putting yourself in very questionable... <laughs> You're like, when I was at the strip club, when I was at that topless pool, <laughs> when I was at that pussy buffet... <laughs> I was getting a little, I was a little confused. I don't know. I was just cleaning my friend's pussy out with my fingers. And I was like, do I like this? Uh, yeah, no, the topless pool was confusing for me too. Have you ever been to a topless pool? I've never been to a topless pool. The topless pool, it was weird. It was in Vegas. I was opening for a dude comic. He's like, let's go to the topless pool. We went up there. It was like the most disgusting people I've ever seen. Yeah. Every type of tit. Of course. Every type of tit. I of was course. like, wow, I did not even know there was this many types. I know. I remember the first time I had that awareness was when I was watching The Tudors. This was like an HBO okay, show. yeah. That was essentially pornography marketed as like a show about the king. Right. But it was like fucking raw footage okay. of like porn. And I, I would watch it when I was like in high school and I was like, wow. I was like identifying the women based. I was like, is that the one with the purple nipples or the orange? <laughs> I was like, wait, that's a, but yeah, it's true. They all look different. 
They really all do. They sit differently. They. I'm like most dicks just kind of look the same, unless they're circumcised or uncircumcised. Do they look? I don't. Th- do they look the same? Because I'm not. A, I don't think they look the same. You're actually kind of right. Yeah, I don't think they look the same. You're right. Maybe I was generalizing. I mean, all dicks look the same. But they're like. I mean, I get it. They're all just like whatever. They're, they're, they're all just we're, uh, we're gay girls. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the podcast, I'm like, I am full lesbian. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just how us gay girls feel <laughs> about dick. <laughs> They're all the same. They all blend together. <sighs> they you all know. blend together. They do. Yeah. NASA. 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 Yes, yeah. not NASA. Sp- Colbert. Colbert. <laughs> Fuck that. Colbert. Up. Colbert. We practiced, and then when we started, it just came out Bert. It's okay. I'm never going to live this down. You're doing an hour, I saw. I'm doing an hour. Yeah. At yeah. Lyric Hyperion. Yes. When does this show come out? Wednesday. Oh, when does, this, when's this your show? a hot and fast turnaround, huh? Yeah. We don't waste any time here on Shank. <laughs> <laughs> you record next day. It's hot out on the press. Holy shit. Okay. Um, yes. Sunday, September 24th. Okay. At 9.30 p.m. You oh. want to do a set? Maybe, yeah. That would be like, yeah. that would be fun to. Yeah. Is that beneath you to like do a feature set on my on my headlining show? No, I would love to. Oh no, because like you're like a good comedian. I don't want to like no, of course patronize I, you I would being, love like, to. Would you do it? Okay, what day great. is it? September Sunday, 24th. September twenty fourth. Yeah, I'm there. Okay, great. You're booked. Thank you. It's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you taping or just running it? No, I'm just doing a, a show. I'm just running it. Cool. I'm just running it. I was like on the road a lot um, this summer, and then. I don't know. I was just like, I don't know what happened that the show came together. It just did. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm running it. You're running your hour. Yeah. I keep. Have you seen Dave? Rachel McAdams was in the finale. Dave? I'm obsessed with Dave. Mr. McAdams? Yeah. I'm obsessed. Did you watch? Of course. The he lives right season? by me. No. Welcome to Venice. Whoa. I know. I'm about to uh, be shopping in, on Abbott Kinney suddenly. Yeah. You're a dyke. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You start crying, <laughs> sobbing. I'm like, ah. no, I'm obsessed with Dave. Isn't it like the best comedy on television? It's the best comedy on television. And yeah. I was like, who's who's one of the writers? He's one of the writers. I have yeah. to find out. He and I think he pulled like a showrunner from Curb. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like so? It's like Larry David, Woody Allen esque meets like. 2023 oh it's so fucking good but this season was my favorite this season was um, i mean brad pitt also when brad pitt was on it i was i'm wet for brad pitt you are yeah okay so you're straight i'm you leave straight i leave gay (laughs) we switch (laughs) yeah freaky friday yeah (laughs) it's like a bizarre podcast episode and then until we podcast again we switch back back yeah I don't know. You what. leave in my like boots and dress. I live in that. Yeah. <laughs> this is like lesbian janitor outfit. <laughs> I um Brad, I find Brad Pitt to be just the most like exquisite specimen of a human being. He's so hot. He's fucking stunning. And I think I think I just wanna like be him more so though. You wanna be Brad? Yeah. You identify as Brad. Yeah, I want because I just think I would get like I could just really clean up. If, if I you were, were Brad, if, <laughs> if I were Brad Pitt, like he's aging perfectly. I know Ugh. he really is aging perfectly. I like him. What is your favorite Brad Pitt hairstyle? I don't know. I think I like the long. 
I kind of like it long. Like like on the right here? Or I like, like this one. Yeah. I'm a little bit more of a clean cut person. You like Brad when he's a little more trim? I like, yeah, like I like up there. Oh, Brad. like that? Yeah. Yeah, wow. He oh, looks amazing. Oh, God, he looks so good. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll tell you when he was the perfect. Will you just do Brad Pitt US Open? And he was, um, this is, I actually was like, no, that's not it. Fuck, where was he? He was at some tennis match recently. Not that one. Go down. The bucket hat? Go down. No, no. Go down. That with the clapping. Wimbledon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I identify as that man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be him. I would get the whole, I would get every surgery to look like him. Every surgery? I'm like Brad trans. <laughs> 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 what if you started transitioning into like a Brad? But just into Brad Pitt. Like I don't want to be. I don't want to like. I can't pull off like an Elliot Page look. I just want to be an Elliot Page because I would fully be Elliot Page if I transitioned. Yeah, and I'm like I can't. I want to. I there's only want to be. There's him. only one. Elliot there's only Page. one Elliot. I'm currently filling the Ellen Page role. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like yeah. you know like he went to Elliot and I just kind of assumed the Juno spot. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. I know. I was like, okay, we're running low on aisle Juno. <laughs> and then there's me, but I do. They make a second Juno. I know, with me. Your cast. Where I, where I aborted the kid. <gasps> Plot twist. Or I gave the kid up because I was like, I want to pursue my sexuality. Somebody called Jason Reitman. I know. Um, Immediately. I'm almost done with this, but I just wanted to say that oh. I love his bracelets. And I do I like his bracelets. And I love his ring and... That sort of jewelry on a man is doing something for me. I love a man in jewelry. Me too. Mm-hmm. Us, like us oh, being uh, even more gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love a man in a necklace love and hoops. A, oh, <laughs> love a man in a necklace. An amulet on a man. Yikes. Mm. Take me, king. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Rings. So what is your type? Men that have jewelry. Mm-hmm. Tattoos. Mm-hmm. Normally. Bald. Normally kind of old. Bald, racist. No, not not bald. Not hair. I long like, hair. I like hair. Long hair and jewelry. Yeah. I, I like you, said, <laughs> you said bald and racist, and she's like, no, no, not bald. You know. Oh, not so. racist. Yeah, and just <laughs> long hair and just hating everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, it's long hair and jewelry. I like I, old guys. You really because because of their money or their emotional maturity. Their emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can have better conversations with them. Yeah. Like some of these. Guys that are my age, I'm like, Ugh. I don't like anyone my age. You don't? No, I only date older women. You do? <laughs> Plot twist. Perfect. You do? You do? Yeah. I mean, not older. Like, not what, old what's women. the oldest? I won't date someone younger than like 36. Okay. That's not old. No, but older than me. Okay. How old are you? 30. Okay. Yeah. So you like an old woman? I like an old, I like grandmas. <laughs> I like a mom. I love a mom. You love a mom? Love Have you hooked mom. up with any moms? I've hooked up with moms. Really? Yeah. Single moms or married moms? You name it. No! <laughs> I'll take Taste a mom. Taste of the mom rainbow? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I like moms. I like moms. They're sexy. It's like, God, you're so fucking hot and you like raise kids. It's just hot. And they like make you breakfast and stuff. They don't do that. They don't? Like, no, because then they're like busy. Then they have like to like take care of their children. Oh, yeah. You, they you, have obligations. They have obligations. Mom Which has, is kind of hot, right? Yeah. Mom, You're like, I'm like, oh, what are you going to do with your with your whole life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, you want them to be obsessed with you, but they're like, I have children. And I'm already obsessed with them. They're like, I'm in love with my kids. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Right. You know, but um, I don't know. I just think also like moms are so like, sh- they're just... 
no one is more powerful than a mom. That's true. Like who fucking loves harder, knows how to love, is more like committed, protective. Like it's like the most feminine form you can be, mom. It's peak femininity. Yes, there but you go. You've peak given femininity. life. You've given life. And now, just let me worship you. You've given life. Yeah, you've. Would you want to be pregnant? No, I would never want to be pregnant. Why? I'm just not. It's not. I like. I'm the boy one. <laughs> Right, right, right. I right. wouldn't want to be pregnant. I don't right. want to, like, the idea of, like, carrying a baby doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't. No. No. Okay. Um, I wouldn't even, like, no, I can't, it's, I like moms, but I don't want to be a mom. Right. You don't? No. I would be a stepmom. You would? Yeah, I would, like, crush at the stepmom game, but I couldn't, like, bring my own kid into the world because I feel like I don't want to be responsible for, like, my life is, I'm happy, but I have a lot of lows. I'm mm-hmm. sad. I have pain. And I don't want to be responsible for someone else. Like kids, they don't consent to being born. They're kind of like spiritually raped. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like they don't give consent. There's, it's like an ethical question. He's so confused. Uh, I'm just saying. I understand like, what you're saying. You're not, you don't choose to be here. Like two mm. people fuck and then you're here and then you're stuck with pain. Like, is that ethical? Yeah. Yeah, there are also good things. Alive, you know? <laughs> I mean, it also just, I Let's feel cut like that part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like this is the thing. I feel like before I'm a mom, I have to be able to afford therapy for myself and yeah. my kids. Well, you, you have to do therapy right. and the kids have to be in therapy. That's what I mean. You're right. I don't have a therapy budget for them. Right. Well, then you, I'm already tight on my you're, therapy you're, budget. So you're dating old, but you're not dating rich enough. Okay. Mm. Okay. You got it because it, if there's really no point dating old if they're not rich. Damn. That's a, you're making a huge mistake. How do you know they're not rich? Because you're telling me you can't afford therapy. Oh, well, I'm casually dating. I'm not like... Lock them down if you need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I need you to pay for my therapy. Do you want to be a mom? Yes. Okay. I do. So you feel totally fine about that crime you would be committing by putting the burden of life on another human yeah, being. Yeah, totally. So what do you, why do you want to be a mom? Tell me what it is. I just want to. I like, I'm really close with my mom. She's like one of my best friends. How old are you? I'm 36. Okay. Um, Check. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just feel like I'm supposed to be a mom. Like I just, suppo- I know that I'm supposed to do it. And I've known that since I was like, a little kid. Yeah. A lot of women a feel a lot of women feel that way. Yeah. And actually I feel like my career's been getting in the way of it. Getting in the way of you Being living out your purpose, essentially. Do you feel comedy or your or motherhood is more of like an act purpose? For I you? feel comedy and motherhood, but I think that in order to do both well, I could only have one kid. I, I get that. I'm like, I can't have two kids and do comedy. Right. It's too much. I get it. Just one. Yeah. But then are they going to be weird? Only children. Are you an only child? No. I'm, look at me. I'm very well socialized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of <laughs> only course. Sorry chi- for asking. Uh, only children. You're dad. an only child. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a <laughs> younger <Okay>. sister. <laughs> I'm three, we have three girls. Okay. I'm the oldest. Okay. Um, only ch- Sometimes only children are cool. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, you fucking hung out with two 40-year-olds for like a decade. And I can tell. Yeah. It's like you're seven years old and you're just like hanging out with an accountant. It's like yeah. you're not going to come out okay. No, I know. And I feel like you're selfish. I, but I understand what you're saying of like 
if you're going to have a kid, you can't, they have to have a partner in crime. You can't, they can't live with, I mean, you can do it. It's fine. I'm mm-hmm. just putting myself in the position of like, I think it's, it's better that they have someone else that they can kind of complain to about. So you life. have to have two is what you're saying. I mean, if I was going to do what I would have two. But I'm, but I'm not going to do it. You're not? No. I'm not going to do it. If I meet someone and um, my hope is that I'll meet someone and they'll have kids. Right. And then I can just come in and because step parents have a terrible um, reputation. Everyone's like, my stepmom st- sucks. And I'll is just that because of Disney? Yeah, it's because of Disney. Cinderella? Right. Or something like that. And I'll just come in and I'll just be awesome. And, th- and then you'll get so much. So, so you'll be celebrated endlessly. To be, you, You'll you be the be a, hero. I'll be a hero. They'll be like, <laughs> stepmom is actually amazing. That's actually, that is a good, that's a good way in. Yeah. So that's kind of my plan. But right then now. what if you have to deal with their other mom? Oh, I don't, it's fine. I love moms. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What if you had to deal with somebody's ex-husband? In what way? Like you were the stepmom. It was like a hetero couple. They got divorced. You started dating the mom. Mm-hmm. And then you have to still have some interaction with her ex-husband because of the kids. We're going to be best friends. Okay. I'm one of the guys. <laughs> I'm one of the guys. I'll be like, okay, you're in. you like that pussy? I'll be like, I will. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with men. Men, I love men. We get along. I mean, like all my best friends are guys. Yeah. So... I'll probably get along really well with that guy. With the father of my children? Yeah, with the father <laughs> of your children. <laughs> do you, do they call you like what do they call you? I don't know. Stepmom? They, Stepmom's so formal. I don't know what they call me. Usually a first name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Big Al. Big Al's here. No, I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out one day. We'll find out one day. Well, so, okay, so it's you and you have three siblings. I have girls. two sisters, two, two younger si- sisters. Two younger sisters. Yeah. Okay. How are the Kardashians? You guys are the Kardashians. The Jewish Kardashians. Do they live in New York? They both live in New York. That's so cute. I know. They live like 10 blocks from each other. Oh, not actually not anymore. My other sister just moved. But, yeah, they see each other all the time, and I'm, I miss them because they're like my best friends. Oh, that's cute. I know. It's like actually sweet. Are you in therapy? I've been in therapy since I was like in fourth grade. It helps. It helps. How often do you go? I go once a week. You go once a week. And I have an amazing therapist who's just, she's so brilliant. Really? Oh, she's changed my life. Her name's Karina Green. And, um, she's just calling Karina after this. The things she says, like, She's so resourced and she's so wise and I just, I've been in a lot of therapy and I feel like these are the most like impactful sessions I've ever had. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you find her? I found her through someone I know that was seeing her and was just raving about her. And I was, I had a therapist in New York and then when I left New York, I was like zooming and I was like, I want to go, I like to go to the office. I have to go to the office. My therapist knows that about me because if I don't go to the office, I like bullshit him. Yo, um, what? I'll bullshit him on FaceTime. <laughs> exactly. I'll be like, yeah, I'm like so, on Facebook on the other Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, so I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we done? <laughs> and he's like, you need to come into the office. Yes. You, it's, there's something about like being in that space and it's very confrontational 
And oh, sometimes it's a little too confrontational. I know, but I live for the heat. It's like t- it's like <laughs> live for the heat when you does your therapist call you out? Oh my god, same. She's wildly interruptive. She'll be like, "Why are you smiling at that?" And like, hold it on. She's not laughing at me. She she like will she'll fucking burn off the pieces of me that aren't working. No, no, yeah. It's bad. But do you ever leave being like, fuck her? And then the next time you're like, well, she was probably right. I'll tell her in the session. I'm like, you're pissing me off right now. I always I should have- start doing that to mine because he pissed me off last time. Yeah. And I didn't let him know. And I've been pissed off at him for a full month now. You have to say it. Otherwise, you're not. Get- it's a- You're getting your money's worth by say- whatever's coming up. <laughs> I got to go in there next session. Let him know what he did last session. Pissed me off. Right. Because it's not about Listen, him. Dr. Brown. Yeah, exactly. Like I had one therapist who was always he used to smile when I would say things. And I would be like, why the fuck are you smiling right now? You, you would? Yes. Oh, you're confrontational with your therapist, too. That's literally the point of the space. I'm not trying to, like, (laughs) I'm not trying to keep this relationship, like, looking good. Like, I'm trying to. I am. No. What's, I'm doing it wrong. You're you're meant to to use that interaction. Yeah, like, that's, have that dialogue get messy and, like, have shit come up and, like, move through it. That's the best time for you to have something in therapy happen. Okay, I'm going to let him know next session. Yeah. That what he did last session pissed me Good, off. Good, do it. Do it. And don't FaceTime but I'm it. But question, my question is, is it, it, did it piss me off because I knew in some ways it was true? Exactly. That's why you get to bring it up instead of, you know, just sitting with it on your own. What's the point of that? I've been sitting on it for weeks. What did he do? He did told me that I was emotionally, no, he told me I was immature. I need to grow up. And I said, I have grown up, mm-hmm. especially since the time that I've been seeing you in the last, like, four years I feel like I've made a really big really a lot of improvements however like I don't necessarily know like the thing that keeps coming up for me is like I want to have kids and a family but then I get into like these relationships that aren't conducive for that necessarily yeah where it's like and then my career and then I get like distracted and I'm like do I want to do I want this like I want to be a mom but do I want I'm scared of the commitment of like the next level. So uh, what I, to prove to, he said you're not emotionally mature and to prove to him that you were emotionally mature, you iced him out and held a grudge. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) To kind of signal what the fuck are you talking about? Can't you see how evolved I am? I'm going to shut down and withdraw. (laughs) Oh shit. Right. No, it sounds like you're, very mature. You're really, you have made progress. <laughs> <laughs> I get it though, by the way, because it's like that gap between the thing you want and then like the How logistics of, of really holding that. It's really terrifying. It's really like the thought of, and also just like as a woman, like being pregnant and then doing stand up does not appeal to me. Well, Look at all of the amazing female comedians that are pregnant and like I know. killing it right now. I know. Like fucking Ali Wong. Ali Wong was the blew first. the fucking roof off that. Yeah. You know, and who else did we just see did a pregnant? Schumer. Schumer. Whitney's pregnant. Whitney's pregnant. Uh, um, Rosebud Baker is that. Rosebud Baker's pregnant. Yeah. You know. So uh, you can definitely It's more do that. like finding the right partner to be pregnant with. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like that shit's intense. Yeah. And, and, and like someone that I trust enough to watch my vagina get tore up, 
Yeah. That's a big choice. And like possibly me shit myself. Yeah, I get I get it. You you want to find that person. You want to find that person. But you first have to be that person yourself. Mm. <sighs> yeah, okay. Shit. I'm sorry. Is, this is turning into therapy. <laughs> I know. It was all funny. I days. liked when we were looking at Brad Pitt's accessories. <laughs> Can we go back? <laughs> I know. Let's go. I, you know what? I, Brad Pitt has a tattoo mm. that I love. And you can't see it in this photo, but we're what, gonna pull it up for you guys. What limb is it on? It's um it's his arm tattoo and it's this like long line here. And um, here, do this photo of him holding up his ha- his hands like it's a camera on the left. That oh. one. Oh, that one. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. So it's it's a it's Angelina, and oh. then he has all the kids' initials, and I don't know the placement is just so sexy to me. I mean, if it's a cross, I'm a little bit put off, but I just like it. I kind of like a cross, mm-hmm. like a disrespectful cross, like 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 a burn ho- the flag. <laughs> yeah, like What's a guy that has like a tooth gem with a cross or like a necklace with a cross. Right. It's such a defiling of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Religious yeah. imagery. Yeah, I like getting fucked by someone wearing a cross. It's like a cross on a condom. Yeah. She's like, fuck Jesus, <laughs> come on, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do, do you have, have any tattoos? I do have tattoos. What? But so I have, they're fading. This is like a dumb tattoo. That what I is that have one? It's like a lightning bolt. Oh, and I have then, a lightning bolt well, on my tooth. So actually, you do? Yeah. It's a tooth jam. Oh, I thought you had food in your teeth the whole time. No. Did you really? 100%. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not me thinking I'm pulling off a look. You're like, oh, it's a lightning bolt. I'm like, that's salad. (laughs) (laughs) No. I actually got got all these tattoos from this place um, where they're supposed to go away in three weeks. Or three years, sorry. Okay. So it's like that ink that like dissolves. Because I was like, I don't want to commit to any of this. And then I have like like my ex's name and like it's like fading. It's dissolving. I'm like, good thing it's dissolving. Um, But I kind of like, I wish I did everything permanently because I kind of like the idea of like being older and having all the names of these like women that I loved <laughs> like a memorial yeah I don't know I just love it it's like some like human yearbook <gasps> yeah and yeah, everyone's yeah. like have a great life hags <laughs> no no <laughs> I don't know why keep it's in like, touch there's something sexy about like loving hard and getting like the like I, I there is something gun. sexy about like someone putting your name on them yeah I've I've tattooed my I tattooed mine on um on my ex's ass you did? Yeah. A real tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, so it's still there? I mean, I haven't seen her in years, but yeah, I think it's st- there. What if she got a cover-up? Would that hurt? No. But first of all, I'll never know. But also, I don't think... I think she feels how I feel about tattoos, where it's like, it's not... It doesn't need to be... It's hot to have lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But do you feel that way? Because yours are fading. No, I, I want to get real ink. You do? I do. I'm like kind of ready. You're right. I bought a tattoo gun. What? I know. No, I'm like going through a, no. a crisis. <laughs> what do you mean you bought a tattoo I gun? I like bought a tattoo gun. I've been like tattooing like pumpkins. No. Yeah, seriously. You've been practicing on pumpkins? On like watermelon and stuff. Are you good? No, I'm not that good, but. <laughs> <laughs> What's the hope here? I just want to be able to like give myself and my friends fun little tattoos. Okay, so what have you put on? Do you want on? one? Yeah, but what have you put on the pumpkin? Yeah. I got I my first customer I right gotta here. see oh with the pumpkins God. first. No, I just give you like, I'll give you like, like a dot. That's not fun though. It is fun because <laughs> it's like, because it's like the memory of like, oh my God, like. <laughs> Allie chatted this dot yeah, on me. You know, okay, it'll, it'll okay. be cool. Like, I think it's just a fun thing. Okay, but like, what's your, like, are you hygienic about this? Because like the thought of 
Okay, I'm in. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> a lot of just like going to someone's house and having them tattoo me, like the Jew in me is like, mm. no, obviously not. I would much rather be at like a topless pool or at a strip club <laughs> or <laughs> one of these other really sanitized, highly <laughs> clean spaces. A where comedy I feel club. A comedy club. I don't know what you're talking about. I get where you're obviously I need to like sterilize the needles. But the needles, they're they're disposable. You just you have a pack. You you're just, saying it so casually. I don't like how casually like you're taking tattooing. I know. It makes me not want one from me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have to like play hard to I've get. I've been practicing on these pumpkins. Now, like, have you done any on any humans besides your ex? Um, no. I'm, I'm your ex's get, ass. My ex's ass. <laughs> but I no, I didn't do that one to her. I wrote oh. my a handwriting and, and somebody else did it. did it. Someone did it. It was my handwriting though. Okay, so you haven't tattooed on an actual physical. No, I'm physical not ready. Human. That's the Jew in me. I'm not like I'm too scared. So that's why I'm kind of came here today uh, to see if I, I would, have my tattoo gun in my No, you don't. No, if I did, would you let me? If it was it just would be a the dot. best podcast episode if ever. If it was just a dot. If it was <laughs> If it was just a dot. Yes. Okay. I'm going to come back to this podcast. And you're going to And I'm going to give you a dot. You are? Yeah. Is that going to be sanitary? Yeah. You're going <laughs> to watch me open it from the thing. And you'll give mm. me a dot. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> do you want a dot? And we'll give you a dot. I'll, I'll take it. If you're dotting, I'll We're all dotting. do dots. We're okay. all dotting. But yeah. it has to, But here's the twist. Mm. What? It has to be a face dot. <laughs> no, a face dot. not a face Whoa, dot. Not a face dot. <laughs> That's a too trick. Far. Just to That's trick too far. That's too far. No, no. Could you imagine? Just like just a, one, just <laughs> one freckle, one face dot. So bad. You know what I don't like when people do them that Monroe piercing. Who does that anymore? Trashy bitches. Yeah. Wait, did you say you have tattoos? I missed it. Yeah. Oh yeah. If the, that, does that is that, that meant to symbolize a butterfly? Yeah, this is. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, no, I got a really ugly tattoo at Skank Fest, so I had to cover it up. What did you get? I got an 818 tattoo for Brody Stevens. Okay. we were really close, uh -huh. but it looks so bad. Mm -hmm. And I tried to get lasered off. I went to like two sessions. It wouldn't come off. There was something really funny about getting a tattoo for a friend who lost <laughs> and covering it up. <laughs> Because it was so bad. No, I know. It's just it like so perfect for comedy. so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine like getting to heaven and him being, if I make it, and him being like, so you covered it up. Right. Like and first thing. What's the other one? A bee and a heart. Meaning? Um, my podcast, This Bitch with Kim Congdon, we call everyone honeys. Mm-hmm. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Mm -hmm. The hive is alive. Mm -hmm. So we okay. all got, so Kim and I got bees and I got a heart for my mom. And then I have a bow on the back of my neck that I got when I was 25 at a street fair. After Sanitary. It. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like the girl in Bridesmaids, Rebel Wilson, and she's like, like well, it is hot too on my back. It's a Mexican drinking one. <laughs> I got a tattoo at a street fair. Uh, yeah, but I care about sanitation. Mm -hmm. Um... And then I got, I have a, tea, a teapot on my side. Okay, meaning? Nothing. Most of the ones I get are cute. Yeah, I get that. A bow, a teapot, a bee, a heart, butterflies. Yeah, yeah. They're like flash tats, kind of. Yeah. The vibe. But the, this is the thing that's fucked up. You start doing it and then you start seeing, you're like, I got a lot of space here. Oh, I know. Suddenly you're like one of these people and you're mm. like, oh, it's also, it's also bare. Oh, it, you it's get like, addicted. I got to do. Yeah. It's like I painted the, the walls, but I haven't gotten new furniture. It's like that. 
oh god that's awful it's like you do one thing and you're like let's fix the molding <laughs> yeah, yeah it yeah, doesn't yeah. stop it and doesn't that's stop. why i knew i have a very addictive personality that's not true some in some ways i do but i knew if i got tattoos that weren't going to disappear that i would then start doing that i would like tattoo everything and also i like well you bought the gun so are you planning on doing some on yourself <sighs> I'm not, I'm not in a good place right now, but I, <laughs> but I'm like wondering, like, I really like, like, I like images, but I'm also like, I'm very drawn to like words and language. Yes. And like, there's like things I like that I read that I like. And I'm like, I can't just like, I don't want to like tattoo like a line of like a roomy poem. And I'm like, I guess I could just like it and not have it on my body. And like, that can be enough. Hmm. It depends on what the line is. You know, you I know. know what I mean. I know it's got to be a good one. I know, like you don't have words on you though. Are you ever drawn to like put like? When lyrics? I was in high school, I wanted to put, and I'm so glad I fucking didn't. Yeah, I'm so glad I did. I wanted to put Serenity on my neck. Nice. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Tell me your damage without telling me your damage. Serenity on like your in neck. high school. In high school, yeah, I was like, I'm getting a tattoo. I'm getting Serenity on my neck. That was the only the word. The word serenity <laughs> on your neck is like going to church in a 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even see it. It's like so, it's just a whiplash. Of Tell like me the, you're not serene. What was going on? I just felt like very angsty in high school. I yeah. was, I went to an all-girls school and it was strict. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's what happens. Wild. I was like, I need to get, I need to, you know, do all the bad things. Was it uniformed? Yeah. They like literally, this is what happens when you try and like control and limit women. They're like, wear a dress. You're like, I'm getting a face tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's bad. It's like overprotective parents raise the best liars. That's true. Are you, were you wild as a teen? No, I wasn't so wild. I just. Do you drink? Uh, I, I, I drink when I'm like dating. Because like going on a date? Yeah. To take the edge off. To take the edge off when you're meeting a new person. Like, I, I feel that I drink in that space. But generally, I'm not a big drinker. Like, if I'm in a relationship, I'm, I don't go out, like, drinking. It's not my thing. I smoke right. pot, which I like. And Pot's that's it. the best. You know? Are you a drinker? Not really. I drink... When I go to Texas, I drink because everyone drinks. Yeah. And then, like... I don't really drink before I go on stage because I feel like that makes my set sloppy. Yeah. Like, I'm not someone, and a lot of times I live far from the clubs, so I don't really drink because then I have to drive. I smoke. Yeah. I and you can weed. drive and smoke. Yeah. Wow, I can't do that. You can't? No, I'm like, I, well, so I got into the habit of smoking before I was, for a minute, I was smoking before I went on stage. Oh, I can't do that. And then I was like, oh, this is not fair to the audience. Well, like, like I would lose. My timing is off. Yeah, and I was, like, not connected with them. Like, I, if I'm not really present and connected with them, I'm not giving them a good show, obviously. Yeah. Well, have you ever had a really bad set when you were high? Um, I, I'm just remembering... I've had a few... There's just, like, two or three sets where I was... I just remember vividly being, like, I was so high during that set. And, like, I think they thought it was funny, but I felt like I was doing them a disservice. And then I was, like, I'm never going to do this again. Yeah, I've had that before. You know? You're like, you're like, 
I feel like I did something wrong. Yeah. I can't wait to go on stage again and undo what I just did. I know. And like, I lose my train of thought and like, I'm fucking up the words, like the verbiage oh, of all yeah, my jokes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, you say it in a different order than you normally and say it. And it fucks me up or I'll like tip off the punchline and oh. I'm like, uh, what's mm. wrong with me? I mean, one time I was so high. This is the last time I went on stage high. I did the same joke mm-hmm. <laughs> twice. Oh, that's like a fear of mine. I, I've had that fear happen when I was high. I was like, wait, did I already do this? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, no. I've, that's really Anything uncomfortable. But that. That's uncomfortable. Anything but the toothbrush joke twice, sweetie. <laughs> Please, oh, no. That's bad. I know. So that's why I can't smoke weed. I know. I've literally, I've, I've been on stage high and going, oh, should I say that? And then I'm like, fuck, did I did say, say it? That? But I wouldn't want to ask them. I asked them. That's smart. Well... When I was saying the joke a second time and the reactions weren't the same that I was used to, I said, did I already tell this joke? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, fuck. They're so polite. They're just watching. They're just watching, not saying anything, because what are they going to say? Right. Sometimes I have fun sets when I drink, though. When you drink? Like if I have like one drink. I'm not going on stage drunk. I feel like I get like kind of slurry. Oh. From one drink. From just one. I'm kind of a lightweight. I'm a lightweight too, but if I if I have like half a drink. What are you going to have, like half of a Pinot Grigio and I, then go on stage? I just do like a little tequila. Tequila is a good way in. Yeah. I'll just like sip a little tequila. Sometimes I feel like if you're like, for the club sets, like the, these 10 minute, 15 minute sets, it doesn't matter. Right. I don't need to do anything. But if I'm going to be up there for a while and like I want to like sink into it more, sometimes yeah. I feel like it helps to take the edge off. Really? Like if you're going to do an hour, you'll have a little tequila. Like if I have like a tequila on stage with me, sometimes it feels good. Mm. Listen, I'm open to that. I don't just a just tequila. a little. It, just because you know it's there just in case. Yeah. And also just I don't know. It's like it's, but I have to be careful because sometimes it's it's a messy game. You're not really I shouldn't be fucked up at work. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But do when you write, are you high? I write sober and I write high, but I love some of the stuff I write high. Some of the stuff I write high is so much better. Yeah. It's just fun how, like, free my mind feels at during certain highs. But I've been trying to take a break from weed. Weed. Yeah. Did it betray you? It didn't betray me. I just, I went through a breakup and I noticed how I was going to weed. Uh, Mm -hmm. just to like numb out Mm -hmm. which to a certain extent like if you don't want to feel everything like it's pretty great yeah but then also I was like I want to like not rely on this I want to move through this so I still have I still smoke obviously but so the breakup made you get the tattoo gun or did the tattoo gun come before the breakup the tattoo gun was in the cart before the breakup but, but I think the purchase happened probably <laughs> while, mid-breakup. That is such a breakup purchase. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get into some hobbies now. I'm going to tattoo people. <laughs> yeah, It's fine. I know. I know. Breakups are gnarly. How much is a tattoo gun? Like, I don't even want to tell you because you're going to think it's cheap and not safe. What? How much? No, it's probably like you're, 75 bucks. Yeah, it's, but it does make me feel like it's I cheap know. and not safe. No, but there I was wanted another you to drop some coin, okay? Let me to be I, honest. I if you were going to be like, it was $1,000, I'd be like, put the dot on me <laughs> right now. I know, but there's another tattoo gun. There's like all these tattoo guns on Amazon that are like 30 bucks. I don't trust Jeff Bezos sending you a tattoo gun. Let's see. 
see the uh, you played way below the average no, price. No, because Allie. I'm not getting like. <laughs> Maybe you got a good deal. You, I'm not, no, I'm not getting it was a gun. Used I'm not twist. getting a gun like this. What do you get? What do you? What is scroll your, down? Certain model. Okay. Like it's more so like that guy. Like that. This one, right? Here? Like exactly like that. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just it's like a. Yeah, that thing. Does it come with those silly gloves? Yeah, Sweet. comes with the gloves. Okay, that makes me nice. feel safer. Yeah. So it's an individual thing like that. It's not one of those bigger guns that look like they like plot like when we scrolled up like that. Yeah. Do you have different color ink like that? Um, I have no. I just have black. Okay. I don't. F- I don't want to fuck around with colors. colors. Yeah. Like it's not like that's my another vibe. level. Like I'm like more of like a serenity on my neck. <laughs> no, not serenity on my <laughs> neck. Right now. You know, I want to see the pumpkins. I'll send you a picture. Okay, send me a picture. We'll put it in the episode. Okay, great. What have you like drawn on them? I write things on them. Like what? Pain. (laughs) 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 You go to Allie's pumpkins. Someone just walks into my house. They're like, "Did this person go through a breakup?" (gasps) Oh my god! I just like I just am drawing. It's fun. But do you do you have a journal? Of course. Oh. I didn't know. Do you journal regularly? I journal every day. You do? Mm-hmm. Does that help? I'll do anything for my mental health. That's good. I journal. Mm-hmm. These are things I do every day. Okay. I journal. Okay. I meditate. Okay. Movement of any kind. That's good. That's the most important. And then I, I dry think. brush, red light sauna. No, I'm joking. Yeah. It's going no. <laughs> I was on board. I was like, but okay. I absolutely meditate. Meditate, movement, journal. I do meditation and movement. The journal thing I go through phases on, but everyone tells me that it's so good mm-hmm. the more you do it. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's, sometimes I fall off, but I don't, I'll go back on. Well, it also helps you process things probably. Like, it, yes. I mean, I mean, you're, a, you're a writer, you're a comedian, like mm-hmm. to put it in words is really helpful for me. I put it a lot. I, you know what I do? This is kooky. Oh God. I write love letters and then I don't send them. To who? men I do that too you do yeah I write love letters all the time and you don't send them I write like I write about women all the time you write about and then it feels like cathartic it feels yeah I'm just like the way she blah 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 and then I'm like okay great and then you're like oh. <laughs> all right and I go tattoo it on a steak. pumpkin <laughs> yeah but it, writing is helpful what about psychedelics have you done any yeah which oh ones god mm, mushrooms Mushrooms are good. But I'm having an ayahuasca experience. Upcoming. You are? Mm-hmm. When? Mama Aya's calling. Mom, mom, you, are you, and you answered. And I fucking, she's been ringing, I've been sending her to voicemail. Uh, I'm going to do it before the end of the year. Where? I'm de- deciding. There's two places I Are you going to go to Peru? It. I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'd rather just do it in like a garage in Silver Lake. <laughs> For the true experience. <laughs> on a bean bag. I'm actually going to be doing it Aya on a bean bag. Aya on a bag. In Echo Park. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. shaman. He's the cousin of someone from Peru. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody goes to him. Neil Brennan goes to him. Um, oh, Neil Brennan no, does I, do a lot of Iowa. That's just like everyone <laughs> always is like, you should go to my person. Neil Brennan goes yeah, to that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he seems like he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I'm, d- I'm down for you know I'll, I just have to feel it out I don't want to like be like I don't like to share like a sp- like I want to be in my own room though 
You I don't want to like, be with like a bunch of people binging and purging no. out their traumas. I don't mind being in a space with other people, but I don't want to be like in a sleeping bag in a garage and I'm sleeping next to a stranger who's processing what happened to her and she's when taking she up my touched. space. Yeah, yeah. no. I, I need like, it can be collaborative, but I also want my own space. Okay. And that's the story of my life, kind of. <laughs> collaborative, but I need my own space. Like, I don't share, like, rooms. Like, if, like, someone's like, can we share a room at the thing? I'm like, we can't share a room at the thing. <laughs> I would pay money to not share a room at the thing. I'll always... Dude, sharing a room... No. I'll never do it. Is brutal. Unless we're fucking. You get out of my bedroom. It's too <laughs> much. No one should be in my bedroom. Honestly, even if we're fucking, you should get the fuck out of my bedroom. Get your own room. Get your own room. Get your own house. <laughs> Why are we sharing a room? Have this you ever lived with someone? Of course. How'd that go? We broke up. I was how we were engaged. I was engaged. You were? Yeah, I was engaged for three years. We were together. We lived together. I'm still in the house. I'm moving now. Yeah, you gotta move. You gotta get out of the house. I take know. the pumpkins, take the gun, and hit the road, Allie. What else can I say? Pack up my car. I know I'm getting out. Yeah, you gotta get out. You can't be in the space. Listen, it's like... You gotta sage it. I'm... Have you saged it? I've saged it. I'll sa- I'm gonna sage it again, honestly. You, you should hit this. it again. I'm going to hit, hit it, it again. again with some sage. Maybe get some Palo Santo, too. Yeah, I have it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to do that tonight. Okay. And then you're going to send a picture of I'm the pumpkin? I'm going to send a picture of the pumpkin. Okay. I threw out one of them, so I have another one at home, though, that I'll do <laughs> I'll do for the show. I'll tattoo the name of the show. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah! I'm so excited. Um, well, that's our episode. Oh, my God. It was so, so fast. Um, yeah. Okay. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Um, where can people find you? I'm at Allie Colbert. Colbert. On, ev- on everything. Uh, Colbert with a K, A L I. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We'll link to that. And then your show's on September. September 24th. We're both uh, at the Lyric. Yeah, I'll see. We'll be there. We'll Come be out. There. Come Support live comedy. We'll bring the gun. We'll bring the gun. Oh, we'll tattoo the Donations. Audience. How many people will go for that? I bet you a lot of people. At the, at the Lyric, everyone. <laughs> what does that mean about the lyric? I feel like people who go to the lyric are, are down. Are down to clown. To just give up like skin real estate. You're yeah. Right. They're okay. like a free tattoo? Yeah, why not? Right. Okay. You should be like the first ten guests get free dots. <laughs> <laughs> Sterilized hygienic dots. Damn. Done. That's our episode. Thank you guys. 